0: Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Infamous Eternal Champions uh, discussion and excitement and all of the awesomeness. I'm here with the most awesome co-hosts and ever in all of that. Uh, say hello.
1: Hello, this is Kenny. And this is Aaron.
0: Well, welcome. How's it going today?
2: Recovering from my loss today in the league, <laughs> monthly league game, but
1: otherwise good. Oh, so sad. <laughs> It's a sad, so sad, sad sack. Poor guy. Poor fella. Right. Hold- How are you doing, Aaron? I need you to hold my beer while I uh, while I st- play on the smallest violin for Kenny's woes. You All right. So to- let
0: me ask you this, Kenny. Yeah. Let me ask you this. This sure. is very important. Did you lose, or did you get dice fucked?
2: Uh, this is dice a, gro- did this a not. growing moment. Be careful. Dice did this not is a help moment. me. Uh, I was probably going to lose that game anyway. <laughs> But the dice, Thank you. The, the, <laughs> the dice started off poorly, I never really recovered, and just so that everybody knows at home, I tried to steal a soul with Thorgar, and Asht- or, uh, recall with Krognar Effigy with 1 AP, and my opponent rolled 6 dice, and got 3 J's.
0: <laughs> That's fairly common, isn't
2: it, in this game? Uh, about 9%. <laughs> About 9%. <laughs> I went and looked it up on the odds right after that happened.
0: Aaron, have you ever had an effigy recall where someone hit you with three Js? Yep. Have you really? I have. Oh, I have not You guys have it. played more. This was the
2: first time for me. Whew.
0: Wow. Very sad. A little bit. All right. So uh, we're going to start a little section here, and I'm calling it Editor's Notes. And basically, if you have replied to something we have said, And we were entirely or partially wrong or even (laughs) sounded wrong. We will come on here and we will say, hey, you know what? We screwed up all of these things. The good thing is, is we're not wrong (laughs) and we don't need it today. And we probably won't need it for a long time because we're so awesome at this being we've been playing for over a month. I mean, we did hit our month mark, right? Like we're like, we're set now.
2: I think it's been almost almost two, right? Oh, man.
0: It has been. So there's absolutely no way. Yeah, I mean, there's absolutely no way for us to be
2: getting anything wrong at this point. I mean, we got the course set the first week of December.
1: So we're practically judges by now.
2: Yes.
0: (laughs) It's exactly kind of a big deal, right? Okay. Um, moving on. So, announcements. Um, we put out two episodes right before we left for LVO and we managed to come back. Uh, the weather and the airplanes tried to stop us from returning to the Midwest, but we managed to make it.
2: Yes. As soon as I saw the ground from the air, I was going to be like, take me back. <laughs> I don't want to land. This sucks. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Returning to uh,
0: 10 degrees when we were at like 65 degrees most of the time that was a trip. Yes. Not a great one. Not a great one. Um so we'll talk about that in a little bit uh in some more detail on who we met and all those things. Um I just wanted to reach out um Aaron, did we have some listener feedback on things that uh
1: There was significant listener discussion about yeah, uh, health tracking.
0: Well, we figured it out, right? Like out of <laughs> out of all of the discord, we nailed it, right? We have the perfect
1: solution at this point. Uh absolutely, which is everyone does their own fucking thing. <laughs>
2: but. You mean 3 <laughs> days 3 days later and then get brought up again by a person that wasn't in on the conversation the first time? <laughs> My, <laughs> this has happened 4 times now. <laughs> I was lo- I was looking
0: for the uh necromancy magic card that everyone posts on those things when they did that. Um yeah, there's absolutely no perfect way. Um I am a fan of the the hats from Parks and Rec, like giant, giant hats.
2: <laughs> the cones, the co- Hey, I, I I didn't know about the cones until I saw Peter use them. Uh, Peter from Creaturecaster, and I thought, oh, that's not bad. I looked, and I actually didn't hate the cones. When I initially no, saw no, them, no, I fine. was like, this is awful. But as soon as we started playing,
1: I thought they were fine. It was fine. It wasn't great. But sometimes the size of the cones was a little hard to differentiate. And then he had four different colors of cones. Well, these cones mean a level, and these cones mean damage, and these cones mean activated. And at the end, I just stopped keeping track. Just tell me what your health is, man.
2: Yes, I would rather the cones just be health tracker and nothing else. But at the same time, I didn't hate it initially. No. Um, but we've, I mean, again, the solution is a fart in the wind. It'll disappear tomorrow.
0: Um, I think what's important is I understood the cones exactly, and you guys are idiots. <laughs> the cones were exactly what I'll be using. Um, actually, so I went out and bought some uh, some little uh tokeny things, and I put dry erase on them. So now I have five of them I can just put on top of my guy and write the health on them. Just wipe them off. I think it'll probably be a really good way to do this. I did this in War Machine. Um, and it worked very well for generalized tokens and things like that. It's big enough that you can see it across.
2: I'm just gonna get a small whiteboard with an easel and set it up next to the game <laughs> table and be obnoxious. Uh, whatever. Also known as passive aggressive. Yeah. Go, go ahead. My my, my
0: favorite <laughs> my favorite solution is bring somebody with you to keep track of all of it for you. Oh, who who and said that? Listen.
2: I saw somebody said it. <laughs> I, <laughs> a wench? Was it Was it a wench?
0: Yeah. I, I don't have a shout-out specifically for that, but I was like, son of a bitch, this whole time I haven't had a squire? Are you fucking kidding
2: me? <laughs> I, I saw somebody said it. I don't remember who, because I think it was at LVO, and I was kind of walking while I was yeah uh, reading it, and I laughed. I'm like, ah, oh, wench. That, that's a good idea.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Um yeah so it it is an agreement that honestly there just isn't the perfect way right now, and someone will find it, and it will be an awesome day, and we all will rejoice
1: <coughs> but thank you um, for the uh communication and feedback and discussion like I absolutely. think that's all we're trying to do as a podcast is provide some <laughs> level of entertainment, some minuscule amount of thinking about perhaps judgment uh but then you know spur community engagement so. For sure. Uh,
0: okay, so there is uh, some sort of new uh, warlock monster summoner guy type thing. Kenny, can you help me there?
2: Uh, yeah, so they were spoiling uh, the next model for February. And it's going to be, apparently it's Victor, a halfling warlock, who's also going to count as a human for all purposes, I believe the rule is. Um, he's going to be a summoner. He's The rumor is... Uh, what was what was there's there's several rumors running around about where he he will be affiliated. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people believe it's going to be Bruenor
1: and was it Kragnar or Tomas one of the two? I think you're conflating rumor with hope and dream.
2: Uh, I <laughs> don't have a dog in the fight on that one. Um, you know, Tomas does need need a little shot in the arm, but you know that's either here or there. Um, but he's a summoner and. He summons some pretty baller demons. One has taunt, and the other one hits like a truck. Um, don't know the specifics. Um, I know there's a there was some testing going on with him, um, and he he has like when his summons die, he takes damage. Is was the is kind of the rumor. He's unable to, or his soul harvest is going to be low, so he's probably not going to be your soul harvester. But he can step through. Basically portals and step next to souls, so that seems seems like going gonna to be pretty cool.
1: But most important question is how do the how does the model slash how do the models look? Uh, they
2: look pretty good. The, he he looks really small. So I saw just the one the the few or the four pictures I think that Peter um dropped the the demons look very cool. The model himself, Victor, um. Seems a little small, but I mean, it's hard to tell by a picture.
1: So I believe he's going to be the first size one hero in the game? Yes. So he's small on purpose, and that has a lot of uh, follow-on rules <laughs> effects.
0: Is there any other, aside from a wall, as a size one?
1: No. Wall's the, only, uh, wall's the only size one to reign in the game at the moment.
0: As far as I know, I feel yeah. like s- skeletons should have always been a size one. I'm just going to throw that out there, and it pisses me off the skeletons can push you. Just I'm just I needed a second to rage. All right, I'm over it.
2: <laughs> I had a skeleton um, today. All... Pushed Don Regard into an inferno, so I feel good about it. <laughs> um, I think, um, I think he has
0: baby legs. I was trying to figure out <laughs> if he was sitting at a desk and the desk is underneath, like the base. Like, like I, I couldn't figure it out exactly. And then I realized, oh, he's just a little tiny fella.
2: Like, okay. His model looks very, very small. Um, he got baby legs. He, yeah, they're they are they are baby legs. I'm worried that I'm going to lose the model. <laughs> um, we, all, we all know how I lose things. Oh, or,
0: absolutely. I, I think you just throw things behind your shoulder like grenades. I, that's the only way I can imagine you do it.
2: Uh, it. It's a i I have an uncanny knack for losing half of what I bring with me.
0: Any other comments on Victor?
2: Uh, mm-hmm. I I mean, just that he, he his demons look pretty cool. I think his rules are going to be interesting. Um, I am cautiously I don't want to say cautiously optimistic, cautiously concerned that the demons might be a little too good. Um, just from what people have said that they were in the past. Um, and I know there were some concerns about the demon blade and Isabel. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're kind of going to wait and see. We don't really know the rules yet. They could have changed. Uh, so we're just kind of wait and see, but the demons look really, really cool.
0: I need to back up real quick on something. You mentioned it. I'm not going to let it
2: fly. What's that?
0: Um, I don't think Tomas needs any help.
2: Just, uh, just saying. Agree to disagree.
0: <sighs> oh my! You know what? We're just gonna have to fight about this later. Well, yeah, um, that'll have to be a topic yeah. of
2: discussion for another day.
0: Absolutely. All right. So the cool thing was we went to LVO um everyone had kind of a the reason we were actually going to lvo initially is we all have been playing uh marvel crisis protocol since basically the game was conceived um and we've been there before playing marvel crisis well i certainly had an opportunity to play um judgment because i wasn't in the big tournament unless i earned my way there so i brought all my stuff for sure and. The other, the other guys, Aaron and Kenny, grabbed their stuff as well, and we they were going to play in the Friday event. Is that right? Uh, yes. yes. We
1: did the uh, Friday threes tournament at uh, yeah. L'O.
0: So they showed up, and the turnout was interesting. So you want to talk about the turnout, Aaron?
1: Not really, but I will.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: So uh, I actually had
0: an awesome comment. I was I was a setup for an awesome comment.
1: Okay, but go ahead. Sure, they the, the turned out was awesome because it was us.
0: <laughs> it was us and Peter was there, correct?
1: Uh, yeah. Peter, Simon, the other creature cast crew, Emma, I think, all came down and ran yeah. ran the booth. Uh, Simon gave a shit ton of demos, and Peter ran all the events.
0: Which there wasn't a ton of people there, but they were amazing people to meet and play with uh and i thought that was the coolest thing ever it was way more interesting meeting folks that kind of well run this thing that we're playing now and playing games against them and just having conversations that you normally would not be able to have um you know what do you think about the game where the game's at all those kind of things very cool kenny did you have any thoughts on that
2: uh, yeah. Uh, Peter was awesome. Uh, really nice. Um, you know, gave us a lot of insight to what they're, what they've got going on there. Um, the, the turnout, the, the turnout was low. Uh, we, you know, and he, he, he brought it up and he expected it to be low. Uh, it was kind of a last minute. It wasn't on the general, it wasn't on the first LVO like banner. Um, it wasn't advertised hardly at all and it was and like I said, last minute, so it's hard to make travel plans for guys that are uh like some of the mm-hmm. East Coast guys, you know, or even some of the guys on the West Coast like 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 Robbie and them are in in Seattle or Portland, I think. It's just tough to make travel plans with what, three weeks, months, heads up. And and I, I understand, you know, where they were coming from with that. It was kind of a last minute deal. They were trying to get it in. Um But they were able to run a ton of demos. And I'll tell you, somebody that's got almost unlimited, boundless energy is Simon, because that guy was all day, every day, running demos and all over the place. Uh, He ran, I mean, it looked like he was doing a different demo, like every 45 minutes for the entire entire weekend. Yeah, that
0: was some uh, serious commitment. I yeah, could last dude. about – I'm going to put my, my level of running demos is – I bet you I could get through five, and then number six, I would hurt somebody.
2: Uh, like I just – I, I can't. He was a warrior because, like I said, every time I walked by the booth, every time I saw him, he was talking. He was talking to someone different. He was Mm -hmm. sweating, (laughs) he looked tired, (laughs) but like I said, boundless energy, he just, he had the same level of energy when I saw him at like 9 in the morning, and then when I saw him at 9 at night, Uh, and he was, I mean, he was just boundless amounts of energy. Like I said, the guy was just, Mm -hmm. I mean, working it, he was working it hard. Uh, Peter, the same thing. I mean, Peter was running games with us, but he played what, 12, 15 games over the weekend? Every time I walked oh, into yeah. that room, he was playing a game, and he was running. He ran a few demos too. Um, I yeah, mean, they were fantastic. all in. Yeah, they were all in. But that that part was great. Which uh, wish out would have been better, but you know, I, I get it. It was it was one of those things where it was just kind of last minute.
0: I feel like being um, a newer player at this game and being super excited. Um, Peter had the same energy I did with the. Do we want to play a game? We'll play another game. Let's set it up. Let's play another game. You cool? We'll play another game. And he was just like right there in it as well, which was awesome. Uh, So, you know, low turnout, but whatever, man, that's fine. We know Adepticon is going to be completely packed. It's sold out in like four seconds.
2: Yeah, uh, what was it, 30 minutes, I think they said. It's like 30 minutes,
0: maybe an hour. And we're all going to that, right? Kenny, Aaron, you guys are going? Yep,
2: yep, yep. I think we're going to play, are we playing the fives? We're playing the fives, right? Yeah, fives.
1: We all signed up. That for the would same be my
2: thing. intention.
0: Yeah, is there threes there as well?
1: There is on
0: Friday,
2: Friday, and we're we're planning on playing Marvel Thursday, Friday Judgment Saturday.
0: Yeah, there's teams and all that stuff. Yeah, so lots of gaming. I I had a blast at. Uh, lvo being that i got to play a lot of both games so it's very very cool um and as did you guys you played all day on friday right when i was in the other thing
1: yeah we I played all day. most of the <laughs> day friday as, yeah
2: yeah i didn't get as many games as i wanted to get
1: in because i had some other stuff going on but <laughs> i actually uh got in like so on saturday got in three games of judgment sorry three games of mcp and then three games of judgment with peter afterwards um
0: you know what you're just a warrior like like we're talking about Warriors today. You're just yeah. you're a gaming warrior. Uh
2: he played three games while we played one because we played a three hour slog fest <laughs> that I turned into you. a shit show. <laughs> it's...
0: Listen, take every model you own, put it in the right in the middle of the table, uh they all have about half health, and they just started exploding next to each other and just causing yeah, it was a mess.
2: It was but chaos. That was terrible. Yeah. It was it was, it was ridiculous.
0: <laughs> Um. Alright, moving on. So, what are we playing this week? Uh, I will start. Uh, you've offended me already. I'm playing Tomas, and I'm having a blast. I took out this weak-hearted fazil bullshit, <laughs> and now I can finally roll with the power uh, of tough-ass models that heal themselves. <laughs> it's pretty silly.
1: Aaron, I'm what do you right got wrong? going on? Uh, I have just been playing my uh league Bruellen and Krognarlis for the time being. Yeah. I am pretty set to ride or die with this uh Bruelin plan uh until I can okay. think it to be the uh the best version of itself and see how it does at a competitive level.
0: I think Peter really enjoyed it. I, I think I think he really was very excited about your ideas.
1: Yeah, so a little background uh, I played Peter and the round robin that we did for the threes tournament and uh I, I really want to say that, that he threw the game. <laughs> um, he made a decision halfway through, he was like, eh, this is probably not a smart decision but I'm going to ch- charge that monster, and he did and I was like, oh, okay, well uh-huh. you failed to kill the monster and left it on like one I mean, if dice work out, he like wins the game sure, or something, but I just punished him hard for it, uh, and I think he knew that, right? Um, but he was doing uh-huh. his uh, probably the correct role as the CEO of a company playing new players you've never met before, you know, so everyone number one roll of demo just make sure that <laughs> they they win the demo or have a great time. Get the first one free. Yeah, exactly. Get the first one free. So maybe he can uh, he can uh, tell me. No, no, I gave everything. I was trying to win that, come hell or high water. But my assessment is, um, he made some questionable strategic decisions uh, and 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 through the game. So then Kenny later in the day is like, "You're gonna play that stupid list," uh, and I'm like, and uh, Peter's like, "Sure, let's see what the stupid list is." Right. So uh, <laughs> I beat him five zero in turn three, and he's like, "Okay." put that shit on the table again. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm paraphrasing, right? Uh, but he was just like, no, 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 yeah. read back, let's go. <laughs> like he was very uh, into iterating a design concept, if that makes sense. Um, he was just like, okay, I saw it and it worked. Now we're going to take out this model and see how it works again. Uh, and then I beat him again. And he's like, okay, now we're going to take out this model and I'm going to retool my list, right, for counterplay. And so we were basically uh-huh. playtesting while you guys were over there dicking around on your three-hour game. Hey, we uh, were having a blast. Ah, uh, sure. Like I said, <laughs> uh, and then it turns out I, I made a mistake in game three, and his warband was better suited, and he, he took it from me. So see, that list is beatable, Kenny. Uh, there you uh, go. <laughs> sure. But the main takeaway, like you were talking about, Peter just kind of had a glimmer in his eyes, like oh, like he was super happy to, uh, you know, to playtest and iterate on uh, design concepts and uh, strategic. Uh, maybe not design concepts, but strategic uh, list concepts. I think
2: mm-hmm. we all surprised him at one point or another during our games because we all came oh. with different things, different strategies. He was like, "I didn't see that coming." Uh, like I when I played him, I took Gendris and I did the I'm gonna charge a monster, I'm gonna kill it. I bought the tome of experience, pop the tome, <laughs> turn three or turn two, top of turn two, I I walk up, drop a tear in his face. Uh, he's like, okay, that's I'm, we're gonna find out if it works, <laughs> and it did. Yeah, I love. Yeah, that.
1: it was pretty silly. I love that we're still at the, the the point in our judgment experience where we can just try a bunch of random shit because there's no meta. You know, I have no clue what works or what doesn't work, so let's just try a bunch of shit. Yeah. It's 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 a great experience to go on. Yeah,
2: yeah. I've yeah, discovered games, that was... that doesn't work without Genders. <laughs> uh, my list fell apart very quickly when it when Genders was banned.
0: That's my favorite way to kill Jindras is not let her on the table.
2: Uh, yeah. Was that very works out unfun. really well for me. Back to the drawing board. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All righty. Um, any more comments on the LVO or any experiences we had?
1: Uh, no. Loved it. We'll do it again. We'll do it again.
0: Okay. Kenny, would you go back?
2: Uh, For judgment? Sure. Probably. I don't know if I'll go back for MCP. Uh. Vegas is just the the LVO is just a it's a big event, right? It's pretty expensive. Yep. Um uh, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Like I had, had a lot of fun hanging out with people. Um I I'm guessing that next year's LVO event for judgment will be much larger. Um so that might that might sway me to come back out next year. Uh it's just it is like it is Vegas. It is expensive. Part of that is my own fault because I also gamble. So
0: yeah, I left uh, some extra money there as well. My my trip got exponentially expensive very quickly. Um, but i I have a pile of gambling money. It's like money I've won and whatever. Like I don't spend real money in my mind. Um, just kind of give it back to one casino to another.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, I'm telling you. Money. If you don't care if they have teeth, it's a lot cheaper.
0: <laughs> oh my God, that's not what I did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hmm. it, I, it is I, now. Did not, I,
0: Oh boy. Oh boy. Uh, (laughs) all right. So conventions, um, LVO, I, I, I give like, if you have not gone to a large convention, um, I'll give LVO a B. Um, it feels a little uh, sterile, um, compared to some of the craziness at other smaller, maybe conventions. Um, if you want to go to a convention and have it be your first one, just as some advice of a veteran uh, convention guy, go to Adepticon. It is caked with just an amazing amount of game shit. It is everywhere. It is everything. Uh, LVO tends to be, which, what's going on behind this door? Adepticon is like puking stuff out everywhere in every direction. It's almost like too much for your senses.
2: So I've not been to a lot of cons. My first con was like NukeCon. Uh, Mm -hmm. way back with Malifaux, and then I went to Warfare Weekend with you guys. That was my first con Mm -hmm. since then. Or no, I went to MuseCon, NukeCon, then uh, Warfare Weekend, and then LVO. Pretty big Mm -hmm. jump from those to LVO. That is a Uh, big jump, yes. Yeah, LVO is, everything's compartmentalized. Like, Mm -hmm. you're walking down this long hallway, and almost like, um... Like remember the hostel when you're walking down the hallway and you look into a room and you see like people look up at you, that's what you're doing when you're <laughs> walking through the, the, the hallway. Like you peek into a room and it's like like the Warhammer room. Oh, there's three thousand people, and I have no idea what's going on. i might even like, bother to go in that room. Oh yeah, and, yeah. Because yes. it's just too much, too much going on in there. I can't handle it. I needed some quiet time. Like I like there's there. I had to go to places to kind of get quiet time because I needed to like tune out. Um. But everything's kind of off in in random rooms, and you walk into a room and you don't know kind of what's going on some of the times. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it was it was good. It was a good experience. Like I had a good time. I would probably do it again. I probably will do it again. Um, I had a I had an interesting weekend, but I'm not going to put that. That wasn't LVo's fault.
0: It was your dice's fault.
2: Well, yeah. <laughs> that was it's, it's, for, it is what it is. Didn't have the greatest of weekends for, in uh, at the tables or at dice in general. But for the for the
0: listeners, uh, me and Aaron have uh the ability to see each other right now. And when I was getting ready to say that, I so badly wanted to see Kenny's face.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I got very sad. I looked out at the ground. Like, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, I'm sure you did.
2: <laughs> um,
0: all right. So this podcast is about reviewing guys. And uh, we pick one a week and we just talk about it. And this week's review we are doing is on Drell Goth. He tends to be in it. See, I, I mean, I see this guy in almost every list. Aaron, why would that be? Where can we start here?
1: Uh, Because he has generically, I was going say generically good, but what it really boils down to is melee seven dual wield. And I, I need to go through the other heroes to see if there are any other. Is melee he the seven only melee seven dual wielder? Uh, so skull is melee five, cradles melee six. I had not thought about it before what, you mentioned it.
2: What is Brock?
1: It, it just came to me. Uh, Brock is not dual wield. No. He is He is against me. <laughs> <laughs> he is a conditional dual wield, sure.
0: <laughs> I get a free J every time I play Brock against you.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: So does everybody So else. what is... Right, so, let's, yeah. let's so, so let's start there. It's the, it's the Melee 7 dual wield that sets him apart. So when he goes kay. in and attacks, if he's standing next to someone, he can attack six times uh pretty mm-hmm. great and you're like yeah well what if like you're you're only rolling one die a time kind of kind of sucks you're just kind of hoping for a hit or a, or a combat maneuver well the melee 7 helps to make him get two dice more often than the other two people we're talking about um mm-hmm. and that just opens up so many avenues like more dice more better right um so i've heard yeah uh so so being able to roll even on a on a charge and then follow it up with four attacks uh, you just have so many dice that you're able to do different things with, and so many different angles you can push people in. Um, I don't know. That, that's my, so, my off-the-cuff two cents. Okay. Why, why you see him often is the Melee 7 dual, dual wheel.
0: I'll agree. Um, he generally... I mean, even if he is rolling one die, it seems like he'll still hit you for six damage at the end of the day. And you're like, really, dude? I'm like defense six, maybe even defense seven, and he'll still hit you. I mean, it's just enough times that he's going to get you.
2: Yeah, um... I have not seen him too much out of um like outside of Gruul or Bruellen. Uh I've played him in Gruul um which is where he is uh affiliated with. But I and maybe it is just I should look for him in more places, Melee 7 with dual wield. Now that you now that you say it, it makes me rethink mm-hmm. what I think about him cuz I never really put that much together cuz I didn't I have not valued dual wield probably as I should have. Um, Cause I see dual wield and I'm like, well, that second attacks one die. And I can't tell you how many times where I get one die um, when I was playing um, like cradle or um, what was the other one school? Who's the other one that had dual wield? Oh, um, school where I'm like, well, my second die or my second attack is always one die. And I'm like, well, I'm just rolling. And it's like, okay, nothing, nothing. Great. Move on. Uh, so maybe I should respect it more and throw in, in some more lists. So there are so a lot. His da-
0: Go ahead. No, you go. Go ahead. Uh, okay. I was going to say um, some things that, just to mention about him, um, his damage output isn't awesome. He's a 2-3-4, but when combined with the dual wield, I think it matters. Uh, Aaron, what were you going to say?
1: Uh, I was just going to say something really important. uh the most. Yeah. Uh, so does two things. Does
0: matter with this guy? No, not at all. You re- you remembered. Okay, go.
1: Yeah. Uh, Drill Goth, uh I've seen him in out of affiliation quite a bit, both playing online on Vassal and then at LVO with Peter had Drelgoth in his Tomas list uh, because he does one thing really well, and that's just beat face. Uh, he is uh the same as Thorgar and Zanja. Like, if you just need a beater, you could take any of these people that do nothing but beat face Uh, and just decide which one you want, which one fits your playstyle, which aesthetic you like the best. Um, And if you have some synergies with the dual wield, he can even be better than those two models, Uh, specifically calling out knockdown. Like Drelgoth and Marcus, Marcus knocks you down after you've gone. Drelgoth goes in, and all of a sudden, the minus one tier die for your dual wield is still doing seven into one, six minus one, five dice. So uh, yeah, Mm -hmm. six attacks at five dice, meaning you're going to get uh let's say three crits, three solids kills every model in the game um yeah anyway, so that's why that that's what I think I think take him out of God if you want a bruiser and take him specifically if if you have a synergy to take advantage of the dual wheel yeah that makes uh, sense uh
0: yeah, yeah i mean that that's that's why you take him all right, so we're gonna do a ratings on his uh abilities, right we're doing that, yeah, okay, so he's a demon, and demons can uh. Wait, he just has his regular abilities first before we do level twos. Um,
2: uh, yeah, because he's leap got leap and leap. blood challenge. Yeah, how good is leap? Uh, leap's all right. Um, leap can get you out of stone grasp. It can also get you like over rough terrain. So if you need to uh, leap over uh, treacherous ground, for example, so you don't want to take that damage, you can instead of walking over it, just spend an AP and leap over it. I mean, it's okay. I don't use it often, uh, but it has its uses.
1: Scale of one to 10, it's going to get a four.
2: I'd say five. I'd say it's it's okay. I'm not, uh, it's not using it every time, but it's all right. It's not terrible.
1: It it is not a garbage one, but it is not something that you're like trying to leverage. Uh, Right. You're not going to use it every game. um, If Staryell has the same effective ability. But it is much better on her, because she wants to get out of combat. If I'm starting next to you, Uh I probably just want to hit you twice. Although I may not. So, it is a good ability. Uh, I would never turn it down. But for it being the only ability on his card, is a little uh, sad. And again, ties into the fact that he does one thing only. (laughs) Like, nope, I'm going to run at you. I am a, uh, you know, blood-wielding demon of corn-esque. And uh, hit you a bunch of times with this axe.
2: It. I mean, you don't get a parting blow when you use it, but no, yeah, I I agree. It's you'd like to see a little something more there, which we'll get into I mean, later. He can leap. Something else more.
0: I mean, he can leap and then spend two AP and deliver souls back to your effigy. I mean, that's pretty good.
2: Yeah, if you have them, sure.
0: I mean, he generally doesn't make it that far if he's holding onto too many souls. Uh, he does have another ability though, Aaron. Did you forget about Blood Challenge?
1: I didn't forget about it. We weren't talking about it yet.
0: You said so, he had one ability.
1: Well, okay, fine. He has a, a regular AP ability. All fate abilities I consider oh, okay. on a second level. So I didn't I will, know we
0: were tearing them up.
1: Mm, I, I auto-tier. <laughs> it's just part of my natural state of being.
0: I auto-tier. Okay, talk about blood challenge. What is that?
1: So in summary, blood challenge negates all resilience. AGI pluses and attack redirection from other models. So it would not uh, do away with, say, diamond armor. Doesn't get through that. Uh, Does not get through pipers, enhanced self. It does get around tanks redirecting, like Don Regar could not take it. It gets around bulwark, stuff like that. Uh, It would get around protective stance from Marcus. So if another ally puts a token or a marker on you to give you something, it'll ignore it. So... My assessment of this ability is a three. Uh, someone just lost their mind and spit out their coffee, but that's okay. <laughs> someone listening. Um, mm. I think it is situationally useful. Like if I need to kill a model and he's got Don regard next to it, then this uh, ability becomes super key and it's like a 10 for that activation. Um, but it is not universally useful and i I personally would rather have a universally useful ability that I can proactively plan for as opposed to having something that will counter your Don Vigar or your bulwark or your Marcus or whatever the case may be
2: I think it,
1: definitely... it I think it is more
2: useful than that um almost every list has a at least a tank in it, right most all of them have a redirecting tank um like lug drug, for example, can be a ward you can get past the ward stuff, you can get past like the Don Regar, uh, stone form, I'll take the damage. Uh I don't think it's as low as a three, but I'm not gonna put it as high as like seven. So I'm probably like at a like, getting, like at a five it's fine. Um situationally good, I think is still it doesn't mean bad. And I think a three means you think it's bad.
1: I n- no. I you have to have average in the game. Like if all of our, you know, ratings are six and a half and above then why are we rating them? So I guess well, I'm no, 5 right. is the average of all game models. So half of my ratings <laughs> will be below 5 and half will be above.
2: Um, yeah, I guess you could talk me into calling it a 4 because it only works against the tanks and how many tanks are there that are going to do these things? Like 5 or 6? Well, probably more than that. Because um, it gets through Sky stuff, Don Regar, Marcus, Lugdrug...
1: There's a lot of stuff it gets through. My issue, though, is that uh, his damage is all chip damage. He just hits you a little bit, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Um, and so if you're going to redirect one of my chip damage attacks, okay, great. Have fun. Um, it would be more useful to negate something like Bulwark, which is, you know, five temporary health. Uh, but I would much rather have this ability on someone who does a bucket of damage uh, as opposed to chip damage. Uh, again, it could be super useful in the right situation.
0: I don't like that it costs a fate. Um, the last thing you need in your list is more guys that want to be fate hogs. And if he's doing that, like that's that's kind of tough. Uh, I I put that one about the same as leap. Honestly, they're both probably a four. The model is not defined by his special abilities at all, in my opinion.
2: Uh, I, you kind of convinced me on that one, so I, I think I would reevaluate and say it's probably a four.
1: So next we want to talk about... All right. Go ahead.
2: No, I was saying, Aaron, talk about
0: what we got coming up here.
1: So this is the first demon that we've we've talked about. So normally we want to talk about how important is it to get this guy to level two in your list. Um, so he's interesting in that all demons can choose from their level up abilities. Um, we'll talk quickly. I'll start with what I think is the most often taken level two ability and how important I think it is to get that one for him. So for Drelgoth, I believe it's Empower, which is enemy model damage by axe attack takes one extra true damage. Uh, that takes his stat line of 2-3-4 to 3-4-5. 3-4-5 is an incredibly good stat line, especially when you get to make X many attacks a turn. Um, and so for that reason, I think Empower is your default. Uh, I do one thing well, and I'm going to double down on it. Uh, would you like to ignore this model? If so, uh, he's probably going to rip you a new one. Uh, And for that, I think it is incredibly good and is absolutely a reason why you would want to prioritize leveling Drelgoth early. What about you, Jeremy?
0: Uh, I would love to disagree, but I can't. (laughs) Uh, Every time I take him, that's exactly why I take him, um, is to get, you you get that because it's kind of like a bonus, not because you need it, but it is a bonus. Kenny, what do you got? What do you think?
2: Uh, I've. I like taking Inferno on him, uh, because I think burn is a super important condition. Um, a lot of times you see a lot of people clearing it with fate, so it's, it's burning somebody's fate pool instead of their health. Um, and so it's basically, it's Leap Plus, right? So he gets, this is what I, I really don't like about, uh, about his card. He has Leap, and then he basically gets Leap Plus on his backside, where, he can go into a, uh, an unoccupied hex that is the same as his movement, so it's basically leap it costs an a p and a fate uh he gives the mo- he gets all adjacent models burning and one true damage um I would have liked to see leap on the front side be something different and then he gets this leap on the back, but I usually take him for that uh I will grab that I will jump into somebody but it's like next to two models. Um, a lot of times it'll be a tank and a model that they're trying to protect. I drop in, give them both burn, both take a true point of damage. And I start to try to tax their fate and put some damage on them.
1: Okay. Uh, I want to take a second. My opinion on that. Go ahead.
2: Is,
0: so, I always feel like this is his level three. I feel like the first one you grab is what we had talked about, um, And then the second one is the, I will leap into you and light you on fire. Like, this one always feels like it's not as important as the other one. Go ahead, Aaron.
1: So, I just want to take a second. Uh, You guys triggered a thought in my mind while you were talking. Uh, I really appreciate uh, the game's level-up system, if you will, and how demons are different from everyone else. I find them to be both better and worse than non-demons. So they are better in that if I'm playing against, say, Gruel and a bunch of regenerative minotaurs, maybe I take Infernal first, mm-hmm. and then I want to just spread burn everywhere. Um, but, so in that respect, the flexibility of picking your level up makes demons superior to the non-demons. However, your level 3 is never as impactful as your level 2, because you don't get a new ability, right? You already took the most impactful ability at your level 2. For the game situation. Mm-hmm. So unlike other people. Who unlock really good level 3's. Uh, the demon is always going to be. Obviously level 3 is better than level 2. But the difference isn't as big. For some of the non-demon heroes. So I really like the kind of dichotomy. Between the different races. And, and, and how they level up in the game. So I just wanted to say that while you guys were talking. And it triggered a thought.
0: Do you think that way Kenny? Do you think this is a good system? Or?
2: Uh you talk about just
1: for wow. demons specifically? Yeah. Having yeah, a different no, I, system for the demons as opposed to the non-demons.
2: Yeah, I, I the first time I saw it, I thought, well, that is really interesting because, like, we are we are a disagreement here about what we take first. Um, and you're probably going to find somebody that you're going to find probably a lot of people that that want empower and a lot of people that want infernal. Um, I think we agree that those are probably the two best abilities. Uh, I've toyed around with taking the other two not that great. My my only problem really with um, the, like, I don't have a problem with the level system. I think it's great. I think being able to pick for a demon is great. Uh, that that all is perfect. What I have a problem with in power is that you need the two sides, and whenever you need two sides to do something and you have to do damage, it takes a tick down for me. Um, my problem is, well, I'll roll, for example, four dice into somebody, and I get two hits and a combat maneuver, well, I get nothing out of it. I don't get the extra, uh, I don't get the empower. Um, or if I get one hit and two combat maneuvers, well, I'm only, gonna, I'm only doing three damage. Now, granted, yes, I'm, I'm doing one true damage up. Uh, but I find it just a little too inconsistent. And I take infernal because I, I want that consistency. And I, and most of the stuff I've been playing, um, and there's also a reason why I will take that burning and I'll, we we can go over it a little bit later. Uh, but I will take, because I play him in Gruul, I'll take the staff of Gruul, put it on him so he gets reached two, and I'll give him poison. So he can hand out poison and burning. Um And I like to do that with him. Yep.
0: Yeah, that's a huge tax. Having two uh, two effects, or maybe even three if you've got another thing going on. Uh Yeah.
2: I find that myself sucks. wanting to give poison out so that, I'm trying to get value, right? So, I mean, this will, this talks about the artifacts a little bit. So I give him the Staff of gruel, I take Poison on it, I hit somebody. While well, I try to hit him with my first attack, I try to damage him and put Poison on him so that my dual wields from there, my next dual wield attack, will get the bonus die because they're poisoned now. So I try to start... I try to get Poison on as fast as I can with him so that I don't need somebody else to do it, and then he dual wields and smacks somebody and he gets the extra die for the Poison because your agility goes down by one. Um... That's why the Empower means less to me because my play style for what I'm doing with him is different. Now, I've not tried him with other gods. I've just tried him in Gruel. So maybe with other gods it changes. But I have found myself wanting to get poison on models or leap into them, give them burning, then give them poison. And then it's like, well, they're trying to cleanse a condition. And when you start stacking conditions, it starts to become a problem for people. Uh, and that's what I was trying to do with him.
1: Yeah. So. Piggybacking a little bit, um, I often leave Infernal at home, and I'll I'll take Resolve for the reasons Kenny stated. He Resolve is uh, just plus one res. Don't have to damage. Like, you get two combat maneuvers, and uh, you whiff. You're like, well, I'll, I can either push you, which might be better, or I could just take plus one res, which is uh, super baller. Uh, so it's kind of just a bonus that happens as I'm doing the thing that I want to do, which is just murder you. So as I'm murdering you and I happen to fail, oh, maybe I got plus one res for my turn. Uh, I have never taken Cripple, so maybe I should.
2: I took it once to try it out. I was not really impressed with it.
0: I mean, it seems like it would be good, right? Like, <laughs> Resolve and Cripple, both of them, seem fairly legit. Like, the big pain in the ass.
2: Uh, I was playing Gruel when I tried it out, and uh, they were already in, uh, or I was already in Rough terrain, so they needed an extra combat maneuver to push me anyway. I I, I to me it just it, it didn't I wasn't impressed with it. But I tried it the one time, like I put it on him, got it to work once, and then I was like, Wow, well, this really didn't do that much.
0: hmm. Okay. Um anything else interesting about this guy and his kit before we move on to artifacts.
2: Well, I think we covered it, right? Okay. Standard kit. So you he said staff-
0: you. St- yeah. So you said staff of gruel. Is that the best thing in the whole world to put on him?
2: Uh, I think in in gruel, I think so. Um, it because it gives him reach two, right? It gives him reach two on his axe. So when he's charging something, he can he can stand outside of uh, their engagement. So he's he's engaging people outside of two. It also gives him um, he gets to choose when he when he buys it. What's a poison curse? Burn, freeze. Uh, and it's, it gives, he gets a standard, like two side combat maneuver where he, the chosen condition he can apply to that model. Uh, so if I smack you and I get, you know, a J, a combat maneuver and, and I want to put poison on you, like I was talking about, well, then you get poison. Cause I, I damage you, you gain poison. Uh, I can also change it. I think it costs an AP or a fate. I have not done it, but I thought about it once where I smack somebody, gave them poison. I'm like, I can spend a fate here cause I had like nine fate. I can give it burn and smack them again. <laughs> I, I don't think there's a rule yeah. or anything that says I can't do that. Um, I thought about it, didn't do it, because I didn't didn't want to do it at the time. Um, but I think that's an option you can do. I don't know why you couldn't.
0: Aaron, What what is the best kit for this guy, you think?
1: There is none. Uh, there isn't? He There is no best kit. So it is situation okay. determinant. So okay. uh, Armor Shredder is really good on him. Uh, so He only does a little bit of damage, right? Two, three, four. He's not going to hit for 6 like Thorgar. Um, And if he's going into tanks, he just does nothing, right? Like, uh, you know, glance for nothing, solid for 1. It's like, it's just horrible. So he really needs to uh, be attacking low-armored individuals to get the most out of his chip damage. Uh, Or, if you have a bunch of res 1s, you're just like, well, I'll bring an armor shredder, and now you're effectively res 0. So he's going to get to apply that armor shred multiple times on his turn. You know probably more than anyone else is going to be able to, so because of the dual wield, armor shredder is amazing um, Vorpal blade is also great to put on him because mm-hmm. ooh, it's just an extra die times however many attacks you're making uh usually so those are the two that I think if you're nodding rule are the best to put on him, but he would situationally also uh use uh, boots of elvenkind if he needs uh, Pathfinder and the extra movement to get where he's at uh bloodsucker. Like, how about I leech two on every one of my six attacks? Like, I'm going to be full health when I'm done the activation, regardless of where I started it at. So, uh seems
0: pretty obnoxious. Yeah.
1: And, you know, that's <laughs> that's just the offensive ones. Um, mm-hmm. Plenty of defensive ones that everyone can use, right? So, yeah, you get I, a lot re- of the
2: standard gift of the gods, bracers of disruption. Yep.
1: yep. They're good on everyone. Yeah. Um, or boots of stability. Let's just make him add five while he's murdering my team. So, uh, this is a guy who is very, he does one thing very well, but you can kit him differently to attack different targets in your enemy. So uh, I really like that aspect about him. He, he does one thing, but he's flexible in how he does it. You can also
2: give him the hunter's knife, pop it, and he gets plus one to a damage on all of his attacks for a
1: turn. Yeah, absolutely.
0: So what I'm hearing just in general is about this guy. It doesn't seem like he needs fate. It doesn't seem like he necessarily needs an item. And he doesn't necessarily need levels. Would that would that be
1: right? I would say he is one of your top characters to get an item. It just depends which one okay. it is. Like I absol- okay. He gets so much better with any of those items. He is absolutely an item priority. He just doesn't have a, a set item that he wants. Until you okay. have chosen the target he's going into.
0: I tend to purchase the Vorpal Blade for him. It's like, here you go, buddy. Go get him. <laughs> yep. <laughs> that way your backswing, his backswing is, you know, good again instead of just, you know, a die or two.
2: Yeah. He's typically standing somebody with agility four. So without charging, he's rolling four dice, three dice on a back, on the dual uh, wheel. So
0: so he is railing in Um, How much value is there taking him outside of his gods? Seems like a lot. Like I see him everywhere.
1: So. Go, go ahead. Uh, I will say the best thing he has going for him is his agility four, because okay. you're going to compare him to, again, your other melee beaters, uh, whether it's a Brock, uh, a Yorgoth, uh Zanja, Thorgar. Uh, other than Zanja, everyone else is a three. So, Drogoth is killable, right? No res and 15 health, but less killable than, say, Brock. And so I think if you're looking for a a melee beater and you just want that little extra survivability, um, I think Drogoth is one of the best out of faction just beaters that you can bring. Yeah, He's uh, never wrong,
2: Kane right? Kane also has four. Um, but yeah, there's like what three or four models that are considered like melee beaters, bruisers, whatever they call them. Well,
1: there's more like uh, ten, but okay.
2: Well, that are actual bruisers that are agility four.
1: Oh, that are yeah, 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 yeah. Th- that I agree. yeah.
2: No, I'm saying that are agility four that get that that have a little bit of defensive tech. Um, not a lot of them. I think it's like Isabel Kane. Uh, cruel, well, cruel. Not really. Uh, but I think it's. I think actually the list kind of stops there. Draw
1: <laughs> got to Isabel Kane.
2: Yeah, I think they're all fours. Uh, cruel. If you get a soul on him, he can kind of. He can kind of be a beater, because he gets res one, he gets plus one damage on his his melee, his his melee attack, so he can kind of do that kind of stuff. But...
1: Yeah, he's still Mel 6. But... <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I think Isabelle actually might be as well. She is. So again, that melee 7, edge uh, 4 dual wield is, uh, is just an overall solid, solid kit that will carry him through a game.
0: I always find uh, against him, you really have to have a bit of a plan and you have to look about the table and figure out who is trying to knock you down. <laughs> if you get put on your ass, that guy is going to kill you. If you're really unlucky,
2: it's a connect kind of mare that does it to you twice in one game.
0: Bonus prizes if that happened to you. Kenny, did twice that happen to you
2: in two different games? Oh my
0: god. Oh lord, you're just lucky. <laughs> um, any any more to say about Drugoff?
2: Nope. Uh, I think we've kind of covered his kit. Is I don't want to say basic, but he's just. I mean his his kit seems very basic, but he is. Mm -hmm. It just works. Like it's one of those kits to where it's like there's not there's not a whole lot going on there, but it's just everything is just okay to kind of good and you know situationally good and. Um. He lives I think he just lives and dies on his, his dual wield and his stats.
0: Yeah, sure. Uh his health pool is not that high, so if you stretch yourself out, he is going to probably get murdered. Uh yeah, but it's not great. He was one of the first models he was one of the first models playing in Judgment where I didn't have to stress my brain trying to figure out what the fuck that guy was supposed to do. Like so many of these models are kind of like a combo kit or whatever. Uh he's like, Okay, hit six times if he does okay. Got this going on.
2: That sounds good. And then that's what he does. It wasn't that much more complicated. Sometimes you need that in a list when you're we got a lot of combo stuff going on. You need somebody that's just reliable. Yeah, for
0: sure. All right. So Drogoff gets a A (laughs) minus. I don't know. (laughs) He Uh, he gets the errand tier of excitement of a four point (laughs) seven five in a scale of seven and a half. (laughs) Whatever that is.
1: So he was one of my top five when, when we when we picked our yeah. five hot or not models he was in my hot section so he was oh, in your hot section we haven't, i remember that
0: yeah i mean we haven't even begun to mention and we should this is one of the most <laughs> incredible sculpts like this thing is just wicked badass like rock and roll like that's that's He was on. the
2: second model that I've actually painted that says something for me wow it was Fazil first wow. and he was second okay he's fully painted okay
0: now. you're a twisted fuck That's what you're trying to tell everybody. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, All right. So we played a bunch of games at LVO. Um, You guys have actually played a few games since then as well. Uh, So what we're going to do now is look for our champions and peasants. Uh, Aaron, would you like to go first? You haven't gone first on this one.
1: Uh, Sure. I'll go first. Uh, Champion, please. We are going to have, man, I almost don't want to do it, but uh, Kenny, you need to. Go sit somewhere else for a, f- a few minutes. I'm going to go, go to my
2: happy place. <laughs> so you go to your
1: happy place. It's going to be Thorgar. Ugh, <laughs> oh. Thorgar at LVO That's so good. just <laughs> obliterated the world. He did exactly what he's supposed to, and then he teleported out and was just like, your turn. And then people were like, well, uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Um, yeah, he just, it just worked. Yeah. so I got. True. Thorgar owning the world. Should we ask okay, Peter? Because gotcha. I think I remember the look on his face when I first said, "What do you think, Peter?
2: What do you think?" <laughs> he goes, "Well, he, he, he kind of rubbed it. his he forehead. He rubbed his forehead a little bit. Well, I'm gonna try again." And then he, I was like, "Okay, we look up." Peter's like, "Well, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, Thorgard quit it." Uh, Kenny, who is your champion?
2: Uh, Gendris was mine this weekend. Uh, outside of the, like I said, the the game where you banned her and I couldn't play her. Uh, she did all the work for me for the, for the most part. Um, I, I was like really trying to test out the the summoning a Terra. how good is it kind of thing where I was setting up the monster kill and then killing the monster with her so that I could get the Tome of Experience and pop it and then like top a turn to drop a, drop a, a Terra.
0: Um, God, I hate that thing.
2: It worked really well against you, because I won. I think I won that game, that first game we played with it, uh, and then you banned her after mm. that. Uh, yep. Against Quentin, I didn't do the Tome of Experience thing, because that was the first game that I played with her, where I was trying to test out the Terra. Uh, I didn't do that, so I didn't get the level until late, and by then it was too late. <clears throat> and I think, I can't remember, Aaron, did I do it to you? Don't think so. Uh, I think maybe something might have happened in that game as well. Uh,
1: I think you stole my monster, didn't you? Uh, I steal everything of yours, Kenny. Your heart, you, your soul, your monsters. Well,
2: not my heart. You don't have that.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: but yeah, I'm pretty sure you stole my monster kill, and I didn't get it. And then I probably complained about it for a while, I'm
1: sure. If I complain, you mean because did the game <laughs> top of turn zero? Yes, Oh, that. that is not... Uh, <laughs> it's hyperbole. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kenny, you are hyperbole.
2: <laughs> I live my life one hyperbolic comment at a time. It, it She was she was great. The Terra is great. Like I said, it does that throw. It is able to position itself in, in good spots. People don't want to attack it. it, it it's able to tank monsters. It, mm-hmm. it, it worked. It was awesome. I had a great time. I think the list that I made falls apart without her in it. I was also making forest with her, stopping charging lanes. Um, I would summon the Terra... Because I, I, I had a bunch of fate, a couple of those games where I would summon the Terror, then drop a forest, and then just stand behind it and laugh maniacally. Like the Terror goes and does the bidding. I'm standing on a shrine. I'm safe. Don't have to worry about anything. Um, she was great. But like I said, I need to go back to the drawing board on the list and make a list where when she gets banned, it will survive because it, it fell apart without her. Okay. How about you, Jeremy?
0: Um, so mine, uh, my champion of the week is on Kura's bell. <laughs> that was some of the most fun I've had in a long time. And again, Kenny was the victim, and that made it that much more fun. <laughs> yeah. But I tell you, that, that just dropping the bell and watching everyone scramble around trying to figure out what to do. Um, just a heads up, folks. You have to stomp that out. You cannot let that bell just sit there.
2: Uh, I don't know how super I forgot fun. it every time.
0: Oh, every time. It's like I had all it was like the, you you completely were swinging within the radius of the bell on the left, right, up, down, sides, like yep. the far reaches. I'm like, dude, you're within the bell. God damn it. <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, with that yeah. said, Onkura was a hell of a lot of fun as well. Like, I'm really starting to dig the kit that comes with her and just what she's able to do. I, I like that one a lot. Um. So going backwards around the horn uh my peasant um you know what i'm gonna nominate uh an alternate and i'm gonna call it kenny's dice um i tell you i've i've seen some sad sex of shit do some stupid stuff but boy oh boy i've seen some things fail before and kenny and his dice are its own thing and it needs to be nominated i will put the nominee in the mail hopefully that that comes up for you kenny
2: the my my dice are either feast or famine. There's not a whole lot of middle ground with my dice. Uh, I'll anyway. pick up twelve dice with uh, MCP Cosmic Ghost Rider and roll eleven hits on it, and then I'll pick up twelve dice and roll three. <laughs> it's there's there's not a whole lot of middle ground or zero or
0: zero. All right, spe- yeah. So speaking of uh, Kenny, who was yours?
2: Um. I just finished playing a game of Kragnar for the monthly league thing, and I'm gonna say right now it's Skull. I have continually tried to leverage him and use him and do different things, like get the level him up on the Mystic side to make somebody immune to magic damage. I've tried to give him the Warrior side and do stuff with him. It's during the course of a game. He's not really a tank. He's kind of a tank because he adds temporary health to a model, but it's only five um which is i mean which is good i say only 5 but mm-hmm. he only doesn't five. it's only 5 uh he he does it and then he just doesn't kind of do anything else cuz you don't want him i don't want to give him the level right cuz yeah, i've got four other heroes or champions two of them are probably my linchpin he is almost never that he will ne probably never be that i keep trying to leverage him into situations um and his melee five is just not good. Uh, it is it is a problem. Like today, this has happened to me multiple times, but today was kind of the the nail on the coffin for me with him. I think was I charged a gloom turn one to try to push it towards my back backline. Uh, I only get three dice because he's melee five. I rolled uh, two hits and a blank. So it's like okay, yes, I do four da- or three damage or whatever it is, but I don't get any pushes uh mm-hmm. And then I get hit back, and I get hit, and I get critted. So, <laughs> and that happened today, and that that's happened multiple times with him. And I'm kind of just, mm-hmm. I'm kind of done with it. I, I, if I want to take a tank, I'll take an actual tank. I'll take a Marcus because Marcus fits in anything. uh I'm kind of just done with him because he just he's just not doing it for me. He doesn't do enough. But he's cool looking. Yeah, he looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> I look cool too when I Aaron, suck. You... Yeah, <laughs> Aaron, do you have a
0: model that has failed you this week, or are they all just exceptional?
1: No, no, I have a I have a, a failure model this week. Okay. Uh, and it's Zanja. Okay. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's so, she gets banned, okay? Uh no, I got the player, most recent game, uh, against guns in the league. And uh long story short, he's got Pryo and uh I basically like, let him kill whatever model he wants. But I've got Thorgar on the left, like behind two models, and I've got Zanya on the right. I'm like Kill someone. I'll just kill you and take your soul and don't let you gain mine. I'm like, I got this. Um mm-hmm. and he's like, Okay, Aaron, hold my beer. Uh, uh, we we both <laughs> we both call effigy. Uh so I am ready. Like I'm Bruelle and gonna just rip him a new one. And then he ports through an orb with Rakir and charges a full hell Zanya. I'm like, whatever. Dead. Push me back, <laughs> I'm just gonna charge someone else. I'll kill you back. I'm not worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets one combat maneuver, because of his effigy power, and a solid, so he does three damage. Okay, poisons me, like, whatever, I've got a ton of fate, I'll clear it. Uh, then rolls toxins, I have twelve health left. How much do you think he reduced my health to?
0: Oh, tell me it was twelve.
1: It was fucking (laughs) twelve. He just straight up (laughs) rips open her fucking peasant armor, and eviscerates her. Oh. Uh, that's all that she gets for wearing a skirt into exactly battle. my entire right side collapsed. The game was lost at that point. I tried some random shit, Ugh. but it was it was so far behind the eight ball. I lost tempo and souls. Like normally, I Ugh. give up tempo by banking souls and then try to get it back. But yeah, when you're down tempo and souls, it was bad, and I was unable to recover. And it was all because that little orc princess decided she was going to give it all. Like Rakir showed up, and oh, she's yeah. like, "Take me, big boy." And uh, don't leave anything behind. Uh, oh so yeah, my she's my peasant for the week.
2: You
0: got exploded. That was awesome. I, I want to. I, I thought so. Uh, Can't. Yeah. I don't. But yeah, it couldn't happen to a better guy. It couldn't uh, happen I mean, to a better orc. Did did he yell and
1: this one's for Peter? <laughs> <laughs> no, he did. He she, did exploded. rather. He yelled and hooped and hollered, uh,
2: but he thought he left
1: me on one. And so then after he realized he killed me, he apologized. He was like, <laughs> oh, no. I didn't mean to like celebrate in your face. <laughs> and I was like, it's all good, man.
0: It's fine. You're trying you to kill it. me with
1: Rekir. I it. was going to try to kill you, Azanya. Like, uh, he wasn't an ass yeah. about it. He oh, was yeah. just like, when you roll dub sixes, <laughs> like it's it's pretty good. Uh, oh my! God. Yeah. I would so. say
2: that, yeah, that that's like, that's a one in a million Epic. shot right there.
1: I mean, one in 36-er.
2: That's, 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 <laughs> okay. that's a shoot the moon for me. But yeah, go yeah. 1 in okay. I mean, he
1: also had to get the poison, which was easier from his EP, and do at least three damage. Yeah. So he just did it all. He's just like, "Yep, what if I just get everything I need coming up roses?" Uh, sometimes it works out, and it did for him. Oof. So
0: yeah, that was a good one. Good. That was a good one. Um, I'm gonna we'll finish off with one last thing. Uh, what are you working on right now, hobby wise, Aaron?
1: I just finished painting my first Fujasha and I'm working on the water effects on her base.
0: I did see that. That thing looks awesome. The water effects, uh, you're kind of the master of. You, uh, I'm going to have to learn something from you.
1: I will bring it that. on uh, Thursday.
0: Cool. Kenny, what do you got in the hopper? What are you working on?
2: Uh, I'm still trying to decide. I need to finish Gendris, but I get, need to get to a point where I'm going to actually paint a Adepticon stuff since it has to be painted. So I'm trying to decide what I'm actually mm-hmm. going to take. Um. right now I'm starting to work on Ista. my problem is I keep going from one thing to another and I don't know what I'm doing Um. so I'm going to have to actually really decide here soon but I think I'm yeah. going to finish painting Thorgar finish painting Gendris and go from there she's about halfway done okay
0: yeah I I mean your, your Gendris is getting there for sure
2: yeah I, I paint slow
0: I can't wait to ban her hopefully she looks <laughs> beautiful and I'll ban her every <laughs> fucking time
2: yeah, that makes me just not want to finish it. Thanks. Because <laughs> 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 oh I, I, I really don't know what I do if you banner. Uh, it's, uh, like, I'm at the point now where I'm. Just, I tell that, you what. That we'll, crushed me. We'll that soul crushed me.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, uh, well, we'll just have to do a deal. There'll be a treaty. I'm like, uh, you let me play this model, and I'll let you play that one.
1: Okay. Next week, I want to so, talk about Veto versus Immunity. Okay. Because we've never played Veto immunity. versus Immunity. Uh, and I think okay. I think we should either start so we can we can have that conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know; it's kind of hard to learn the game and the models and then the different competitive formats. But uh, I'd like to I'd like mm-hmm. to have some discussions about that. Is yeah, that coming up at it. an event
2: or no. Is this something you want to talk about?
1: I want to talk about it because there are, and Peter even talked about this a little bit. Like, there's two very valid formats: there's veto and immunity. Why does everyone pick veto? Like, why don't we have a veto tournament and then an immunity tournament? And, you know, all we've played so far is veto. Like, why? Why aren't we playing immunity? It's because That's the question mark.
0: It, isn't that because of MOBAs? Like, they just do that, right?
1: No. So the immunity uh, format in no, this game. Don't. I, I don't know. So you might not even know, Jeremy. So the immunity format in this game, if I was to play you, you bring your seven. You immune one. I ban one.
0: Oh, you pick a second. Okay, I, I ban confused. a second. Hell yeah, I'm in. So
1: this is uh, where you can always play with the model that you choose. But I think it's actually harder to build a warband for immunity because your opponent gets to cool. ban two models. You don't get to drop one. Um, yeah,
2: okay, okay.
1: So, again, I Are we I still think, having
2: a tournament on Saturday?
1: It will be, it will be Veto. Veto, okay. Yes. I wasn't sure. It, if it was, was published as was a... Veto. I'm not going to change it three days prior. Um, yeah, but anyway, I don't want right. to have the conversation now, but, uh, maybe over the course yep. of the week we can play some immunity games and just see kind of what our thoughts are, um, and have that discussion next week or sometime in the next month. How about that? Hmm.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm in, I'll, I'll play an immunity game.
0: We will look at it. Um, so I am working on all of my mushroom terrain, uh, a Jen, a dog, a Terra, and what was the other one? Uh, the chick with the snake. What's her name? aria it's not a snake but whatever it's a snake bug thing i don't know what the hell that is what is it it's like a tremor (laughs) it's a graboid hell yeah (laughs) it's graboid walter
1: (laughs) it's it's the enlarged Uh penile object from Mazuzi. uh
2: so girthy i don't even know what to say about that uh on that note you got anything left not really i don't that yeah that got me
0: (laughs) that was the end for me
2: that was that was it that's i'm done Uh, all
0: right ladies and gentlemen uh look up tremor if you've never heard of it it's worth (laughs) it (laughs)
2: all
0: right guys good night i will talk to you later have a good one this has been jeremy
2: and kenny and aaron we
0: are out